Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity podcast. I am your host, Sharika Dunstan, and today I'm joined by Margaret Hall of Not Mad Motivated. Welcome to the show, Margaret. Thank you very much. So today we will be talking about purpose, but before we get started, I do want you to introduce yourself to the viewers and the listeners. Okay. Again, my name is Margaret Hall. Um, I am out of Pennsylvania. I was born and raised in Pennsylvania. I'm local now to Durham, North Carolina. That is home. Um, I have a background in math and um, public health. Uh, and I also hold a life coach and resilience coach certificate. So I am currently a life and resilience coach to women, especially women who have experienced domestic violence. Um, and yeah, that's a little about me. Thank you for sharing. So um, it's interesting that, you know, Margaret's in Durham. Y'all know I love the Bull City. Well, some of you know that. I love Durham. Durham is like home number two for me, although I don't live in Durham anymore. I still work in Durham currently. Um, and I spent many years in Durham. I went to college in Durham. And I'm just like I said, it's my second home. And one of the jobs I had for the longest time, I'm no longer there, but I worked at the local domestic violence and sexual assault agency. So the work that Margaret does is really near and dear to my heart. So thank you again for being on the show, Margaret. Thank you for having me. Oh, let's talk about purpose. Yeah. Okay. When you think of purpose, how would you define it? Oh, that's it's it's, a, it's deep, and it can it can have a lot of answers. I think for me, um, my purpose is very much tied to my faith um, as a Muslim, and I think that other people of faith could also relate to this that we are really taught that our purpose is worshiping our creator. Um, I think what makes it unique for each person is that we are not conformed to worshiping in one way. You know, we have our, you know, our prayers and we have, you know, our, our general gratitude type things, but we can also have purpose through, you know, worship through having a purpose of, connecting with people, um, making um, our community better. Um, you know, even if it's just having, um, just being a good neighbor could be a purpose, you know, it could be a, a form of worship in general. So I think that purpose for me is gonna be connected to a, a relationship with the creator and how I can use what my strengths are to do better in the world, um, just to make a, you know, <laughs> just to make the world a little better. I, I guess that is a generic answer. I love that so much. And although, you know, we are from different faith backgrounds, I literally see purpose in the same way. Um, there's a story I share sometimes that when I went back to school to get my second master's degree, because y'all know I got too many degrees, uh, I told my creator, I was like, look, this is for your people. I'm getting this degree so that I can help your people. And for me, that is a form of worship. Um, and, you know, 
I like to look at some things as universal um, when it comes to people of faith, just in broad terms, right? Mm -hmm. um, and there are ways we are all connected. And so to hear you say that, about how you view purpose through your worshiping of your creator and how giving back to people and using your strengths is one way that you worship your creator. Like, I love that. So thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So, Margaret, when you think about, you know, your purpose and how you help women who have, you know, gone through domestic violence, how does that show up? How does your purpose show up in helping them? My purpose shows up by helping to not lose hope. Um, I think that there's so many times that we go through things that are just, you know, that we go through these different hardships, we go through these dis different obstacles and in the wrong mental state, those things will weigh us down. Those things will, you know, take us off the path of success, off the path of happiness, you know, and just, you know, we can't find our way up. But I think it's so important to give people a, a path to hope. Um, when you lose hope, I think that's like the number one thing to lose in faith, <laughs> you know, and it all kind of works together. So when you can, when you can help. So for me, for me, it's um, not mad motivated. It's all about, okay, I have this thing that I went through that I could really be devastated about. And it doesn't mean that you're not devastated, but I could really just be, oh, I'm so mad. I'm so angry. You know, I, I'm just angry at everything. I'm angry at the world. I, I don't want to deal with you. I'm, I'm mad at you too. You know, just so many different ways you can express um, the negative things that happen into your life. And I want to help women take those things and build build upon them in a in a positive way. To not take these obstacles as, you know, as things that are getting in your way for success, but actually using them to grow and create your own path to, you know, success because of them not um not have an excuse to say i there's no way i can be successful after going through such such a thing what you said just made so much sense to me um like this path to hope and this path to success and using something that caused you pain to honestly fuel purpose so my listeners who've been uh, listening to me for years now, for about 10 years, some of y'all have been around a long time and I really appreciate y'all. Um, when I was Life Coach Sharika, the first iteration back in 2013, 2014, mm -hmm. I, um, I wrote a workbook called Proceeding from Pain to Purpose. And it was all about what you just said, right? Like get the help, get out of that situation, but then use that as motivation and mm -hmm. as you know renewed hope to be successful um yeah and then I had an old podcast and everything and some of y'all used to listen to my old podcast <laughs> I appreciate y'all hanging with me but that's what it's all about right because your story does not define who you are right but it shows a lot about the type of person you are 
the resilience, the strength, and I know people, you know, feel weird sometimes about the resilience and strength part, but survivors Mm -hmm. are resilient. Survivors go through things and they can still be successful despite what happened. And you know, what you were saying reminded me of this concept of post-traumatic growth, right? Mm -hmm. That, you know, people grow after something traumatic happens and no it's not that we're celebrating the pain right we celebrate the people and let them know that there's still hope yep and I think that you know just because you are able to build off of something that was um traumatizing or hard or um you know it doesn't mean that you're ignoring it it doesn't that that's not what we want anyone to do so it's not like oh I went through this and I'm gonna move on you know you still have to deal with it it's just that you don't get stuck in it that's it don't get stuck in it that's oh that's a word right there (laughs) I've been there um I've been there yes so how did you find your purpose um I think a lot of my purpose did come out of my 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 domestic violence. Um, when I I was actually pretty early on in my, in that relationship, I I had said I ain't mad, I'm motivated. Like really early, and I connected that to being in that relationship and seeing my way out of that relationship early on. I mean, it was it lasted for years after that but early on I saw myself out of that relationship and I saw myself using those words to help others who have been in that same position so um that is that is where a lot of um, my purpose I think I found my purpose for myself came from and you know that that speaks volumes you said you told yourself that you were not mad motivated early on and you may have stayed in that relationship a few more years after that. And I just want to let our listeners know because if you don't know, I worked in the the field of domestic violence prevention for a really long time. That is not abnormal. It takes people a long time to leave a relationship that is violent for so many different reasons. And if you're a person who's never experienced that, it may seem weird to you. It may seem like strange, like, why don't you just go? Because it's dangerous. Like people are trying to live and survive the relationship and you can't just up and leave. Um, It takes planning. It takes having the courage not to go back to, you know, get past Mm -hmm. the threats and the actual harm. It takes a lot of work. And most people who leave a violent relationship, it will take them about seven times on average. And I've heard even nine times to fully go and leave. And our hope is that the people survive after they leave because it's so dangerous at the point of leaving. Um, And I get really um, passionate about domestic violence work. Some people don't know why I do the work. And I say I do the work, I don't even do the work anymore, but the work's always in me. And mm-hmm. whenever I can have a conversation like this with anyone, I have to share it. I started doing the work because I lost my aunt to domestic violence. She left and she did not survive after leaving. And so 
whenever I can talk to a survivor and I can give people even a little bit of information about domestic violence, like I will do it. I will go out of my way. Um, people have literally sent me DMs saying, hey, I got a friend in this state. Where can they go for help? And I will look it up because that's how important it is. So I'm not trying to hijack this from you, Margaret, but <laughs> I'm just really passionate about the work. And I'm so excited by the work that you're doing to help people. Thank you. And I do appreciate that. And, you know, it's really, you know, when you talk about how long it takes to leave, it, it definitely took me more than seven times leaving. Um, and again, you know, when you talk about the dangers of leaving, because it's not, the danger doesn't stop when you leave. And and for most people, and I think in general, the danger is much higher when you leave. So that's something you have to think about when you're in the process of leaving and planning. And, you know, you don't know. It's so unknown. You It's such an unknown because you don't know. You know what's happening in the relationship, but you don't know what that leaving will trigger in that person. And you don't know how far they will go until you actually leave. And so it's a very, very scary situation. And, you know, and once you get out, you still have, you know, you still have a lot of work to do. Yes, indeed. And for those of you who don't know, um, leaving is the most dangerous part of a relationship that's violent. Uh, when that person loses control, you literally have no idea how they will react in order to regain that control. So when I lost my aunt, um, she left, but her former partner wanted that control back and he used his control to take her life, unfortunately. Um, and that's, that's a real fear. So when people... Yeah make it out it's so important to support them in whatever way even if people if you have a loved one that's in a relationship and you're wondering why do they stay oh my gosh why don't they just leave that's why people indeed. want to live indeed yeah absolutely it's a sad it is. I'm going to try not to cry today. Like, I was like, no, Sharika, you will not. And it's so funny. Like, I did the work for so many years, day in, day out, and no tears shed. But today I'm thinking about it. I'm like, man, this, whew. You were in survival mode. You were surviving that. You just had to do it. You wasn't thinking about it. You weren't really, you know, absorbing it so much. But when you sit and think, it's like, this is outrageous. Yes. You know, when you're, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. And this episode is airing only um, two weeks after the anniversary of my aunt's murder. So it's, it's still, yeah, it's been 11 years and it still stings. Um, so that's why I tell people like this work will always have my heart. There's no way I can get away from the work because it's in me. I might be doing other things. I might be, you know, training life coaches and being a therapist, but the DV work is never done. Um, okay, let me... <laughs> I was going to say, and you and you get to continue it also in um, clients like myself, you know, I have, I earned my life coach certificate from you and, you know, you're going to help me help other women 
that have gone through these um, situations. So you still doing it? <laughs> it makes me happy. I'm going to stop, though, because, Lord, I'm up here. <laughs> like, ooh, calm down, DV okay. person Sharika. Like, <laughs> but, okay. yeah, it's important to have these conversations. But it back is. to you, Margaret. Back to you. So um, can you tell us more about the services that are offered through Not Mad Motivating and any products that you have? Ooh, so I am currently working on a new life coach certificate um and mainly because i have faith as part of my my um why do i always <laughs> i have faith as part of my um my program um and so i wanted to get a um, certification that was based in islam so um, right now I am looking for, you know, some people to have some practice sessions with um, 30 minutes um, each. I'm looking for 10 to 20 people. So if anybody wants to um, have a free um, practice section session, that'll be great. Um, uh, and I am working on a workbook right now. It's not ready yet. Um, I'm working on a self-sabotage workbook and I'm writing it for myself first <laughs> uh, because I am currently on this kind of this weight loss journey and I want to stop the nonsense that I'm putting myself through. <laughs> so, um, yes, I so that's something to look for. I'm in the process of working. I'm writing that right now. Um, other than that, I have like a just some um like apparel on online a, a, like a little hoodie or something that's that's on my website but working working actively working on um material for um uh, co coaching and eventually i want to put a workshop together based on that workbook that i'm doing now awesome and um for those of you who are listening and you can't see the video, I apologize in advance. But for those of you who can see the video of this podcast, uh, <laughs> let me just put this up here. Y'all see that not mad motivated. So I did get this from Margaret and it is delightful. I got two actually. So um, be jealous. Yeah. But it is so nice. And I've been writing it. I'm trying to turn to a page that I haven't written on look at this look how vibrant it is look at this yeah. the green the purple that i custom made um i made that myself by hand i printed the paper the line on the paper and everything i don't have that in my on my website right now because uh yeah i i still have my my one note the small notebook um that you also have on my on my website and then um the hoodie that i have on there now um, I am working towards, um, taking clients in general, but until I am ready for clients, um, I will do, I do have the, the opportunity to do a free session for now. I love that. And, um, so while we're talking about you, you know, getting your clients who can take advantage of these free sessions, how can they reach you? So um, I am on Instagram and Facebook at Not Mad Motivated. 
Uh, I'm also uh, available by email, and that is notmadmotivated at gmail.com. Um, and then if you just want to explore my website, which um, is, is available, that is also uh, notmadmotivated.com. Yes, not mad, motivated everywhere. 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 <laughs> so yeah, please go explore Margaret's website, follow her on Facebook and Instagram. And if you are viewing or listening to this podcast, I will put the links so that you can click on them and you can go straight there to learn more about Margaret. And um, before we end, Margaret, since you're doing all this good work, and you know, you are a survivor yourself and you specialize in working with survivors. What advice would you give to a survivor who is looking for her purpose? Um, I think that number one and probably everything, <laughs> whatever you're trying to do to, you know, be more successful in your journey, I think number one is self-awareness. And, and and that's really where I'm starting when when I want um as I work on my program self awareness is number one um just knowing where you're at because for me I've been coaching myself since I got my certification from you that is that's really what my focus has been on and when I'm coaching myself I'm figuring these things out for other people so. Number one, self-awareness, because if you don't, if you're not aware of what you need, where you're going, what you want, you're going to just be stuck. I mean, that you're going to just kind of go with the wind, go with the flow, and you're not going to end up where you want to end up at without knowing yourself more than just dealing through the, going through the day blindly, um, and and that's where I was. I was really stuck in survival mode, not paying attention to myself. I barely looked at myself in the mirror. And I'm, you know, I start looking, I'm like, who is this person? You don't even recognize yourself when you just ignore who you are. So you're not going to put in the effort or the energy to get to where you even want to be, where you can be happy. So I would say purpose, finding your purpose starts with you know, just knowing who you are and assessing yourself and self-awareness in general. I love that. And I think it's true for many survivors that we get stuck in survival mode and, you know, we're just going through the motions. We wake up, we do what we have to do. We go to bed, wake up again, do what we have to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So once you take a step back to become more self-aware, it's a game changer. It is. Um, if I can just share real quick, um, I didn't even realize I was still in survival mode years after being out of my relationship. I just happened to like there was just one night I realized I, you know, everybody's in bed and I relaxed for a second. And then I start worrying about the next day. And I'm like, wow, that was quick. You know, <laughs> like between the relaxing and the worry for tomorrow was really, really, really quick. There was no hardly any time in between. So that's when I became aware of I need to do something about this. I really do. Um, and I work on it. I've been working on it for about a year or so, a year and a half. And then last fall. 
I felt joy. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm happy right now? Like for no reason, I'm just, just being, you know, I'm happy. You know, when I started working on myself, when I started looking at myself, when I started paying attention to my needs, when I started, you know, um, working on my environment, because your environment is, is something too, you know, what, what you see is represents something in your mind and how you feel. So if you're living in a mess, you're going to feel like a mess. So, you know, I'm starting to do these things. I'm investing in myself. I'm working on my weight because, you know, I know my body does a lot of great things and I appreciate it greatly. But I also want to look at myself and, and like what I see. So I'm doing all these things. And then a year or so later, I'm like, oh, guess what, y'all? I'm happy. <laughs> and it's just it's for the most part, I am happy. Yes, things still come up. You're still, there's still, you know, some issues from day to day, but in general, I feel happiness. So yeah, that's the work for you. <laughs> love that. I love that so much. Like the joy piece is, it's amazing. It's amazing. And it's so worth it, right? Because yeah, like yeah. you don't go through every moment of the day worrying anymore. And it's right. like you give yourself that chance to relax and to feel happiness. Yes, you can be happy and joyful and still work on yourself and still mm -hmm. care about your environment and what's going on and still invest yep. in yourself. But man, that joy is worth it. It is. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing, Margaret. It Thank has you. truly been a pleasure Thank you, viewers. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. This has been another episode of the Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity podcast. Y'all take care.